Welcome to Happy Today podcast. This is a podcast for those who want to improve service experience of internal services. If you use ServiceNow or other enterprise service management system, then this is for you. In this episode, customers' expectations is that as ServiceNow delivers this great technology and and great processes that we're really making the everyday lives of our end users better, right? And you only know if you're doing that if you're if you're measuring that experience and then acting on that feedback. Hey, welcome to this episode. So today I'm joined by Jimmy Fitzgerald. Uh, Jimmy has been working at ServiceNow for 10 years and uh, you, you just, uh, you know, it was your last workday uh, a few days ago and uh, your last position was the senior vice president at customer outcomes at ServiceNow. Um, you also now decided to join in as an investor and a board member at Happy Signals, as you see uh, one of us as one of the you know key players in the ServiceNow ecosystem. And also you told that uh, customers always love the Now platform and that's why you still want to be part of the ServiceNow journey. So welcome, Jimmy. Uh, please share your story. Uh, thank you, Pasi. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, I've just uh, wrapped up almost a 10-year uh, stint with ServiceNow, an amazing experience. Uh, joined the company back in 2011, uh, ran our professional services teams for a couple of years, uh, helped start our ecosystem with relationships with KPMG and Accenture and, and so on. Uh, 2013, uh, decided to move myself and my family to Singapore, uh, where I spent five years kind of building and leading our Asia Pacific and Japan business. And then at the end of that great experience, came back into global to really take our professional services and our customer success teams to the next level of maturity. And we created this new business unit that you mentioned earlier called Customer Outcomes. And I was in the privileged position to lead that team globally over the last uh, two to three years. Um, and then at the end of my uh, ServiceNow career, I really started looking at how do I continue to be part of the ServiceNow family? Um, it's an amazing platform, an amazing company. I think its best days are still in front of it. So I started a process around how do I make sure that I leverage my experience and help uh, one of the ecosystem partners uh, take what they do to the to the next level. Cool. And um, I think kind of where it came to like uh, how we how you found us and how the how the topic uh, came into interest was that that you talked to the CIOs of uh, of uh, now platform customers and they mentioned these three things to you that they are looking for. So so what were those three things? Yeah, um, yeah. I was fortunate enough to spend a lot of time with you know over over the ten years. I would say hundreds and hundreds of executives uh, across our our customer customers globally. Um, and as you start to engage with these executives, the patterns of what they're asking you for are very very similar. So I really bring it down to three uh, really important needs they have of uh, ServiceNow. The first is. They want to ensure that the platform that they've invested in, the ServiceNow platform, is governed and uh, you know well structured and well architected. So they don't want to over configure, over customize. They want to make sure it remains an asset on their balance sheet. That's number one. Number two is they want to make sure that they're delivering great experiences to their end users. And clearly, that's where Happy Signals comes in. And number three is. Um, as we work with them for the initiative to initiative, it's really important that we always deliver on an ROI. Every program, every project 
asked to deliver the outcome that we signed up for together. Yeah, and I think the the whole name of your your unit already customer outcomes is is uh, what we preach in our things moving IT from the output to actually the outcomes. Yeah. So let's talk on the on the on uh, one of those topics, which is employee experience. And as we see that, that really should be the outcome of what you do with, with ServiceNow. And uh, we see, if you think about the old three things in, in IT, which is people, processes, and tech, we see that ServiceNow, with all the f- workflows that it provides, is the market leader in, in the processes part. You can definitely do and automate and create excellent processes to create excellent digital services. What, how we see it happy seeing us is that we are in the people part, seeing how people feel, uh, uh, you know, how happy they are and how much time they are wasting with some of the IT services. How do you see this? Uh, and is that is that something that has been kind of uh, being a trend nowadays, kind of rising trend that people start to care about really the end users, not just creating those IT processes for for IT itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think over my time at ServiceNow, it's no longer good enough to just move to a new technology and kind of re-engineer your processes. Uh, customers' expectations is that as ServiceNow delivers this great technology and uh, and great processes, that we're really making the everyday lives of our end users better, right? And you only know if you're doing that if you're if you're measuring that experience and then acting on that feedback. So, um, I really think that customers are looking for help and how they continue to listen and sense what's going on with their end users. Take that feedback and then how do we make it better? It could be a small change, it could be a big change, but on a continuous basis. All right. Uh, one of the things that uh, that we try to achieve and, and the kind of how we see is that that happy signals really gives you the signal and then service now allows you to do the action. So how do you see happy signals helping the service now customers on, on this front, giving them focus? And yeah, you know, the vast majority of service now customers today, they see service now as one of their three or four strategic platforms. So it's not a tool for them. It's very much a platform and therefore they're looking at, a relationship that's measured in decades. It's not a short-term thing. So, and then because it's a platform, it's got the potential for our customers and our partners and ServiceNow to deliver project after project after project, new initiative, new workflows. Um, and with every one of those projects, uh, you know, if you think about why they're being initiated, they're being initiated to make the life of a user more efficient, more engaging, to make to make the the, the world of work work better for people, which obviously is the service yeah, now purpose. Yeah. So, you know, as, as ServiceNow and our ecosystem of partners are delivering on those experiences, we need to make sure that they're optimized. And again, the only way to do that is that you, you measure, right? You have to listen and sense what's going on with your end users. And that's why I really love the Happy Signals platform and the integration with ServiceNow, because you have the ability to really understand how the, the end users are consuming that experience and then bring it back to the central program, the process leads, uh, the executives to look at what, what's coming back from the end users and then importantly act on it, prioritize and act. And that, and that circle of continuous improvement just goes on month after month, quarter after quarter, year after year. Yeah, yeah. It's something that we call the experience management wheel. Um, and yeah, um, you can find more on, on our website on that. Um, but then something that... Uh, that uh, 
I think what we are all driving with IT is, of course, the return on investment. And uh, that's why two things that we measure is, of course, the happiness, but then is the productivity. Do you see that uh, that currently, is this something that the customers are trying to achieve, create you know, productivity improvements? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, every single technology initiative that gets funded today, um, it's very different than maybe five years ago, 10 years ago. Now, whoever initiated that funding and got the funding approved, they have to account for the ROI at the end of that transformation. So, and I think that's happening consistently across every single ServiceNow customer. Um, so the ROI is the name of the game of, if we don't deliver an outcome, there is no next project. So yeah. we're kind of defeating the purpose of the very nature of the platform itself. Cause I like to say a good project or a good implementation never ends because you deliver on an outcome, the ROI, and then you continue with your next initiative. And, yeah. uh, um, you know, there's obviously lots of ways of measuring ROI and customers yeah. will do it. Sometimes ServiceNow partners will do it. Sometimes the ServiceNow team itself will do it, the Inspire team. Um, but ultimately, if your users are not using the application and not having a positive experience, you're likely not having a very good ROI. There's a very strong correlation between user engagement and the ROI. And, and again, comes back to the value proposition of, of happy signals. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of my follow-up question that how do the, uh, the service now customers, if they don't have happy signals, how do they measure the productivity? I mean, is it based on some some research? Is it based on something? But because if you're not really asking from end users, you know, are you now wasting less time than it used to? Is yeah. it something that you yeah. can really prove? Is it something that that they can quantify? Yeah, clearly there's, uh, you know, with performance analytics from ServiceNow or just, you know, analytics that maybe a partner brings to the table. Uh, there's ways of looking at if the key KPIs have improved over time, right? Yeah. The mean time to resolution or whatever the different metric is, even measuring um, maybe... Uh, other critical KPIs. But the, I think the key thing is that they're not measured on a continual basis. They're typically mm-hmm. measured on a quarterly basis or an annual basis. And like it kind of stops and starts. And normally maybe customers are even doing it as a reaction to feeling like they're not getting the ROI. Whereas I think what's really needed is how do you constantly get that feedback and prioritize and act on that feedback? And that's how you optimize ROI over the long period of time is that continuous improvement. I think you call it the uh, experience uh, management wheel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think probably last year, 2020 showed that things happen. And if you're not cont- continuously measuring, uh, there was one customer who had just done like a yearly IT survey in January. And then in March, world had changed totally. Uh, and then they had to act on it. And I think what 2020 showed that IT departments are really good at acting. They make an excellent job if, if you know you focus them, okay, just make the end users happy. And you know that are they happy or not. Uh, yeah, we showed it in, in our benchmark uh, reports that, that actually during COVID, IT happiness uh, went up, which is amazing. When you kind of yeah, I saw let that the saying, IT free. Yeah. <laughs> Way. I saw that content or white paper, and it was even amazing how you were able to, because of the sheer uh, volume of, of uh, input you're getting from users across, aggregated across many customers and many countries, yeah. you could see how IT organizations are responding by country, which is, which is exactly. pretty amazing. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the world is fast moving. It's only getting faster, and therefore, this uh, signal to action uh, yeah. uh, you know, duration of time is yeah. going to get shorter and shorter yeah. and shorter. 
And there will be um, uh, in April an event coming out. Uh, it's a Regit Benkaiser RB. Uh, we have a case webinar coming out of that, so you can check our social feeds feeds for more more information. But what they were able to do, we we started to, they started their journey in uh, in January 2019, and I th- think this comes to the creating those small things and having continuous measurement and all the time seeing what what makes the impact and what doesn't. Um, they were able to save 51 minutes from each ticket, and they're a global company with 300,000 tickets annually. So in 2020, they actually saved 250,000 hours from the business end users. And this is quantifiable, asking from the end users how much of your time was wasted. It's not measured in a process somewhere or meantime resolution, which kind of doesn't really show in the people box. It might show in the process box. So I think this is really powerful. So, so if the listeners want to learn more on that, they can, yeah. It was a great case study. And I think what's really important to understand as well. It's not just the 250,000 direct saving. Yeah. Now they have that time to work on something that's delivering greater value for the enterprise, yes. right? Yeah. So there's an opportunity cost that they've also then, uh, you know, uh, been able to uh, execute on as a result of the productivity gain. Yeah. And not even think about the, you know, the lack of frustration and how that motivates you to create better external customer experience for that company's uh, customers, actually. Yeah, absolutely. All right, the third thing uh, you mentioned was was having now platform as a, as a strategic platform and not, not customizing, not over-customizing. And I think this is something that when you worked years in IT, I've, I've done this with multiple platforms myself earlier when I was working for an IT company, that, that as an IT person, you... You want to tweak it and you want to make it just like you want it. But I think the world today is, is rather that you you have a good base platform like, now, like the Now platform, and then you use the partner ecosystem to actually have apps that extend that capability. And uh, I think that's, is that probably, that's probably one of the reasons that why we are here is that, that uh, we have really decided as Happy Singles to be, be that that extends service now. So, for example, if you're interested in, in uh, starting the, the trip to, to XLA's experience level agreements, you can just deploy Happy Signals and you don't have to touch and customize and try to me- put those things in the, in the service now. Is this something that you have seen the customers asking that? Yeah, I think there's the, the, benef- the main benefit, of course, that you articulated is that we're then inviting the need to, you know, do heavy configuration or customization on the ServiceNow platform. Yeah. That allows the platform to be preserved. It's easier to upgrade. We're able to con- customers are able to consume the innovation, the constant innovation coming from ServiceNow and the ecosystem. Uh, that's absolutely one benefit. I would say the secondary benefit is um, customers today need to move fast. So time to value is critically important. You've done this uh, with many, many customers. You have patented technology, patented processes around how you're measuring the experience. Yeah. Um, and why go create something for you know a universal one where you can leverage a best practice? So I think the time to value saving for our customers here is also uh, really material. Yeah, true, true. And yeah, I think uh, we also we see that uh, now platform is is really good for uh, for partners like like us. It really gives us the ability to you know get the stuff that we need from service now. You know, bring bring the information back to service now that we, we we believe that our customers need to have there. For example, the experience data comes back, and then they can also leverage that internally. But then you have stakeholders like some business business users that maybe don't go into service now, so you can actually easily show 
the experience data and, and share that data through, through our platform. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you, Jimmy. Any any last words of, of uh, you know, what are you looking for for the next couple of years uh, with us and uh, where do you where do you see Happy Signals going? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the need of ServiceNow customers around those three, you know, critical foundational components, preserve and govern the platform give my users a fantastic experience and make sure we deliver an ROI. As I scan the ecosystem for partners that I feel like really address one or multiple of those three components, uh, Happy Signals came to the top of that list for me. And um, I think experience is going to get not less important, but actually more important for our customers over the next number of years. Uh, and I'm hoping to you know, be part of great things with Happy Signals as you uh, continue to scale and deliver success to to your customers year on year with the innovation that you're driving. So super excited to be here and uh, looking forward to uh, helping take Happy Signals to the next level. Thank you, Jimmy. It's uh, great to have you. And um, as we usually say in the end of the episode, so stay happy and stay safe. Thank you, Percy. Thanks. Thanks.